This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Deluxe Angus is back at Macca's. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. And we could be kings by tomorrow. 200 million. Heat breakfast with Dan and Christy. <laughs> it's a lot of money, but more money, more problems. Uh, B.I.G. was correct when he said this. And uh, if you won 200 million, is this is what we're asking. 131060. And uh, gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858 is the National Gambling Helpline. Uh, but, I mean, the likelihood is not going to be that you're going to be winning yeah. $200 million. We know like, no one's going uh, to. Let's be no. honest. But, um, you look, some people might win a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. I won 20 bucks last week. That's pretty good. Which was... Yeah, and which you put was... it straight back into the Powerball for this week. I know, they got me there, right. Mm. $200 million. And you know what? What about when stories you hear... This happens a lot in America. Mm. You win an astronomical lottery, like $900 million, And mm. then you hear stories of people and... They lose it's it. It's gone a year or two later. Because the thing is, if you do get more money, you will just spend it in a higher capacity. Like if that you would can, be so fun, If you can it? make 200 bucks work for, say, a couple of weeks, if you can stretch out $200, you could stretch out your lottery earnings. But the problem is when you get it and you spend it all at once, it just it goes. You just spend it more, I guess. I would give myself the challenge of doing it in a day. $200 million. <laughs> Just get rid of it. Because that's what I do in life anyway. I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. It's, uh, you know, life is more important. I, and I'll be generous. I'll be kind to people, you know. To those people that need it, that's who I give it to. And you want, want mm. someone to, to win it that deserves it. Because mm. you can actually do a lot with money's power and it depends how you use it. You can use it for evil, mm. but you can also use it for good. So it's awesome. <laughs> for evil. Yeah. Well, Ali said uh, a bit of advice for winning the 200 million Powerball tonight. Write the numbers out on a piece of paper and use a pendulum and necklace with a pendant, something heavy. Okay. Hold your arm really, really still Mm -hmm. and ask, tell me what the numbers are. What numbers should I choose? And it will start to move on its own. Mm, She Mm. really has figured it out, hasn't she? That's the answer. That's the size of it. More money. More problems. No problems for you. That's how you do it. Pendulums. Uh, that's the... We figured it out. Uh, Benny from Bendigo, uh, what are you going to do with the 200 million if you win? Uh, I would buy 20 houses around the um, Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne and oh. let families with sick kids live in it for free. That's Jeez, so beautiful, man, Benny. Benny. Is, that's obviously a cause close to your heart, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. My little brother has a sick kid in hospital and he's sort of still in and out, so mm. yeah, it means a bit. Oh, Benny. And you know what? You hear stories like yours and you just think, God, you would be such a, an amazing, deserving winner. Oh, and thanks. No, you really would be. And you're right. I mean, we know that Ronald McDonald House Charities, they do fantastic things for, for, for children and their families that are sick. But we just, we need more of them, don't we? We need to, to keep this conversation going. Definitely. And it's a bit of a struggle when they can't work and stuff as well. Mm. So, yeah, just providing food and stuff for them like that as well would be massive. So, yeah. Benny from Bendigo, you're winning tonight. I've organised it with Ali, the White Witch. It's done. Heads <laughs> Dan and Christy. What's trending? I love Nicole Kidman, the actress. I mm-hmm. think she's just fantastic, has done amazing things for the Australian industry. Mm-hmm. I love Nicole Kidman, you oh, know. she's the best. She's exactly mm-hmm. right. She's one of us. And um, and she's ours, you know. So, BMX Bandits. The best. The best movie ever. It won the Academy Award for Better Than Every <laughs> Other Movie Award. And the best hair ever. Yes. I love oh. her. That's how long she's been famous for, Nicole Kidman. And she had spooky dokes at the time. They were good. That's remember right. those? I remember those. Yeah. Pop well, a mono, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that stuff doesn't feature in her new Amazon series. It's called Expats, right? Mm. And I, any series that Nicole Kidman's in, I will watch Nine Perfect Strangers, Big Little mm. Lies. Like, I really love her work and the work that she chooses because she, she can do whatever she wants. But anyway, this series was filmed in Hong Kong in 2021. Um, and the first two episodes were released, like, around the world this week. But they have been banned. 
in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. Interesting. So now I'm hooked and I want to find out why. But it's apparently about like a well-to-do family and lots of stuff going on. Maybe it's a bit raunchy is what I'm thinking. That oh, probably could be the reason why it's considered a bit a bit too raunchy for Hong Kong. So whatever it is, I want to get out. Expats, can't wait. Eating the Hong Kong mattresses all <laughs> night long over there. Um, but um, Ed Sheeran, one of our favourites too, he was uh, surprising fans in Japan. So he's doing his mathematics tour gig and he just rocks up for karaoke. Have a listen to this. This is what he had to say about it. So uh, my fans think that they're doing a pre-show party and uh, me and Saka are going to go and surprise them, sing some karaoke. It's hilarious because they're the singing best. Shape of You by Ed Sheeran and then just all of a sudden Ed Sheeran turns up and they all join in, which is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Imagine I do love karaoke. That. It is so cool. Doesn't mm. he do that? He goes and does karaoke. I've, I saw it happen some footage a couple mm. of months back when he was over in America and he yeah. went and rocked up to a karaoke bar. He just loves his fans. He's mm. a really good guy. But You're I, like I, that. I'm just ashamed that he's doing his own song. It's kind of like blowing smoke into your own no, record. No, well, what's he supposed <laughs> to do? He can't rock up and this. be like... <laughs> Glory of Love by Peter Sakira. Because that is a great song. is a great song. And That's you'll never hear it on kid. I know. You'll never hear it on here. <laughs> What, what's your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song? Oh, you know who I love? Do you remember? Do you remember? And it's been many years mm. since I've done karaoke, but you remember Meryl Bainbridge? Do I remember? The Aussie singer. She, she never left. <laughs> yes, uh, this song. That's her. I, I loved Meryl Bainbridge. What is this? <laughs> You'll never hear this on hit either. No, uh, both songs. <laughs> uh, you might hear this one on hit, though. <laughs> Do that one, Ed Sheeran. Anna, better, faster, stronger. This is what billionaire PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel is doing. He's invested in a drug-friendly sports contest. So the modern reinvention of the Olympics Games. So performance-enhancing drugs Olympics is what this guy wants to do. It's like legal drugs enhancing drugs. Do you just become a billionaire and think, what's next? Mm Mm-hmm. Enhance when, the human performance. Yeah. Let's break some world records. When do you? Maybe you get if you're a billionaire and you don't have to work, or maybe you are mm-hmm. still working. Hence, you're a billionaire. Do you reckon you just kind of get bored to therefore get creative to think about what you could do mm. with your time? Yeah. Like I guess there's only so much golfing that these guys do, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's endanger some athlete health. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> Why not? Where does this come from? Yeah. Science and technology. Yeah. I guess. I, I I don't mind the idea of this, uh, but it may like it's the Olympics of the future, but it may have some consequences because mm. performance-enhancing drugs aren't exactly... Because they wouldn't, like, the competition would take place and they would just, like, science and, you know, enhanced athletes can kind of push it to the limits exactly. and maybe push their bodies to, you know, exhaustion. And how do you police that? Like, mm. I mean, I'm wondering, like, how would they make sure that there was still mm. equality across the board at the same amount of enhancement? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, Peter to the left doesn't have more <laughs> enhancement versus, you know, Dougie to the right. I don't know where Dougie, Dougie. came from. <laughs> Dougie the pizza guy, the name yeah, just came him. to me. Anyway. Performance-enhancing pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Hawaiian today. Um, yeah, but like they do say they're trying to make it a safe international sporting okay. event. So uh, they're going to monitor any risks. Um, but, yeah, there's a uh, personal choice for competitors to just go, you know, let's embrace enhanced athletes. Um, so, yeah, the goal is to set new world records. Will... So they're doing athletics, aquatics, combat, gymnastics, strength. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool to watch, I imagine. I think it will definitely mm. take flight. Like, if mm. this is 
is if this is what people are interested in, people will always try something new. You know, yeah. like something new and different comes around, even if it doesn't work long term. But I mm-hmm. think that there will be the athletes that want to give this a go and make it a participation thing, right? It'd be like a video game, like you can run fast and jump higher <laughs> on high different definition TV. <laughs> You'd love it. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love a cyborg Olympics. I think that would be pretty cool. Like you know, people's body parts being replaced by bo- like you know bionic arms and legs <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I think that could be a future thing. Maybe you could start that one. Yeah, my legs are built from Mitsubishi. <laughs> It's Dan and Christy, and tonight's Powerball jackpots to $200 million. So we need to go on a transformative journey uh, with spiritual enlightenment. So we need a psychic to tell us the numbers for tonight. And this lady is all about it, an emotional alchemist, they do say. Ali, good morning. How are you going? Good morning. How are you both? We're good. good, Ali. Alessandra Moon, you are not only my dear friend, but um, have given me amazing readings before in the past, and you have a phenomenal ability. Firstly, do you think Dan and I might stand a chance with the lotto before we ask about numbers? Honestly, it's anyone's game. Mm. Uh, you know, it comes down to is it part of your soul contract? Is it for your greater good? Because honestly, sometimes it's not always in someone's best interest, as you can see from past lotto winners. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so the, the odds aren't with us. 134 million to one. Wow. So the most important question is, Ali, what are the numbers <laughs> for tonight? <laughs> well, honestly, being a psychic, our gifts are, you know, for the greater good. As yeah. I, um, and if we could predict them, we would all be winning all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm. by the time you split the jackpot, we'd be lucky to get a dollar each. So <laughs> we would <laughs> Well, let's just split that. I, I don't have a dollar in my wallet. <laughs> I want some mixed lollies. I did wonder this, Ali. So does the universe ever let you see any of the numbers or does it kind of protect you as well from not using your gift for, I guess, a bad cause? Yeah, it definitely does protect us, um, you know, coming down to the whole, the greater good. Like, if it is in someone's sole contract, if you are meant to win, then absolutely. And they're are ways that you can help yourself to okay. do this. But what are they? Okay. I'm so them down. write the numbers out on a okay. piece of paper and use a pendulum and necklace with a pendant, something heavy. Okay. And hold your arm really, really still mm-hmm. and ask, tell me what the numbers are. What numbers should I choose? And it will start to move on its own. Oh, oh wow. Tell me what the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what he's doing with his head. Number nine. Come on. Is that the universe has told you nine? Number nine is right. going to be the Powerball tonight, 100%. You prediction. heard that, Ali. All right, I've written it down. Number nine for the Powerball number. That's what you're predicting, Dan. Ali, yep. do you get any vibes about that? Can't get it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'll give it a go myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Psychic Ali, I'll just tell you my numbers, right? Um, yeah. I, so, and I think this is what you're supposed to do. Like like you just said, you listen to the universe. And we've yeah. chosen kind of lucky numbers before, like hubby Justin and I. I've got four because mm-hmm. that number means something to me. It's the day my children yeah. were born. Um, 12th is our wedding anniversary. And we've chosen our birthdays and stuff mm-hmm. like that for 20, 31 and 27. Do you ever find or have you ever heard like when your lucky numbers can actually be the numbers that things get chosen for in the lotto? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and if you're meant to win, you're going to win. So Mm -hmm. you really are better off having your numbers and sticking to them. Okay, I'm empowered now. I've got some love potion number nine. Are you empowered bald, though? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's the big question. I'll find out tomorrow. Um, if we want to know more about your stuff, all, all the soul coaching, all the uh, mentoring, Ali, where can we go? So just look up Raven Moon Academy on mm-hmm. Facebook. That'll lead to my main page as well. I do currently have a free workshop happening at the moment. Mm. So check that out. Come and join us and we'll have some fun. Yeah, oh, $200 million. Good. $200 million. That'll be later. Mm. <laughs> and if you do need a little support uh, with gambling, please contact the gambling hotline. The number is 1-800-858-858. Just quickly, a 12-year-old girl has swung a snake around <gasps> the backyard. So her little gerbil. Uh, a little uh, gerbil called Maxi Bond was uh, kind of just hanging out, her guinea pig, uh, in the serpent's clutches. So uh, she was incredibly brave in this situation because uh, up in Queensland, there's a place called Umundi. So the footage shows Rosie, who's 12 years old. She's in her backyard on the Sunshine Coast. She's looking at shrubs and then uh, sees a snake <gasps> with its jaws around the small mammal, Maxibon. Oh, mm. poor little Maxibon. Oh, like that is so cute. It's like a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And so the snake was trying to... Oh, my God. She's amazingly yeah. brave. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Too. Her, I mm. would really... Her instincts to protect her guinea pig were stronger than my instincts to protect my kids when I thought they were in the, the water with the shark after I saw the fish finder get bigger and I didn't jump in. So that <laughs> is phenomenal. And it was phenomenal. not a shark because uh, <laughs> those fish finders uh, do just get seaweed well, Who knows what it was. But you know mm. what? 12-year-old Rosie, well done, honey. If mm-hmm. we were walking past a snake or what we thought was a snake when we were kids, my mum would make us go and check it to make sure it wasn't a snake. She would mm-hmm. literally put her kids in harm's danger. In front. In front of the snake. Didn't your dad do that as well with dad your Dad did that with, with Colleen. Uh, one of the, uh, yeah. It wasn't the trouser variety. Uh, that was your <laughs> husband, actually, and it took seven men to wrangle that one. Uh, but, no, Dad saw a tiger snake uh, on a bushwalk and pushed mum in front of it. <laughs> That's your first natural reaction. But, um, yeah, the footage is incredible. If you go check this out, it's her in her backyard and a frantic attempts at, like, her twirling, like, literally grabbed the snake by the tail and twirls around and poor old, you know, Maxi Bond's in the front. But this is what she had to say about it. I saw this snake and then it just wrapped around his neck. Didn't even think through. I was just like, grab the snake. I'm very happy that they've survived. Yeah. Didn't even think it through. Just like, grab the snake, grab the snake. Because if someone's in danger, that's what you got to do. She sounds like a little Irwin, doesn't she? Mm. She could get a job at Australia Zoo or something. All right. Give us a call. 10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-10-
It's called Black Hole Sun, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got it right. The band. Yeah, it's Metallica or Nirvana. <laughs> or no. it's just it is, or it's um The late great Chris Cornell, lead oh, singer. Oh yeah, I loved Chris yeah. Cornell. I loved him in the He's Oh amazing. my god, I loved him in the band that he was in. God, why do you do this to me? I swear What you... do we do for a medium in Hang radio? Like the... what do we listen to? The the microphone, the radio. <laughs> what do I do in what do you say that again? So we we listen to things yeah. in our ears and we've got headphones on. Yeah, we yeah. Do. so uh, what is that called? Oh, sound garden. <laughs> Sound garden. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wasn't there, but he did kind of look like Jesus. Uh, let's see if you can get this one. I All loved right. Chris Cornell. Oh, he was taking I know. Rest I think he's got the best voice in rock and roll, and I miss him every day. I, li- I listen to his music every day. Mm, uh, awesome. What about this guy? Yes, I know this song because I had this boyfriend, right? Yeah. And he was a loser. <laughs> Did you kill him? Sorry. When he dumped me in like year five, oh. one of my friends walked up and said, Don't worry, he's a loser, baby. And I, I loved the song and I begged my mum to let me buy the single from the artist Beck. Yes. Two from two. Thanks. It's taking a long time. This is isn't for it? a trifecta. This is to win everything. Is it going to female artists or is mm-hmm. it all like the this Becks is a and the sound artists? Artist. Okay, great. <laughs> it's, just, it's just my favourite music. <laughs> all right, here we go. Yeah, this is. Yeah. This is such a pimp song or a great song, whatever you want to call it. The rhythm of the night. This is the rhythm of the night. Yep. But this features in the Disaster Artist, by the way. That film, you know, the one from uh, James Franco, Tommy Wiseau about Mm. the room. It's by the band Corona. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I just got coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Christy, I'll have you know that I'm officially. Because I'm a wrestling man. A wrestling man. Because <laughs> um, Ballarat hosting the legendary WWE Hall of Famer, Brett the Hitman Hart, the excellence of execution, the best there is, the that's, best there was, the best there ever will be. That's awesome. Mm. And we uh, we did catch up and chat with the promoter all about this, didn't we? You that's were right. very excited. Cam, Cam Vale Cam? from Oceana Pro Wrestling. So it's a week after WrestleMania 40, which is like the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. You love wrestling. It's grown men just in tights uh, and, and ladies too, uh, but mostly the blow. <laughs> no, I've been watching it all my life. I love wrestling. And they're doing StarCast Down Under, and it's top-tier wrestling action in Ballarat, uh, which is good. So marquee six-time WWE Women's Champion is coming down, Mickey James. Uh, she was a TNA knockout back in the day, so that's uh, another wrestling company. She's coming. So legends from all around. There's, like, Australian wrestlers coming down. It's going to be, like, this massive just mecca of, of wrestling fans. Really? Uh, Wouldn't I've... it be cool if The Rock came as well? Oh, well, The Rock might be coming down to Elimination Channel. In Perth in February. That's what they are saying. So that's, I think, the 24th of February. They're rumouring he might be taking on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But that's a story for another day. Okay. Uh, But this showcase is like, uh, you know, stage shows. They're going to be doing some wrestling and they're going to be doing backstage interviews. And I've been given the Guernsey from Cam. He gave me uh, an email and he goes, Would you like to interview all your favourite wrestlers backstage? I'm like, Yeah. I totally will do that. So you've so got I'll, the gig. Be, I've got the gig. you got the gig. Thank God. Hang on. Let's mm. k- let's give oh, Dan, Dan producer Maddie. let's give Dan a round of applause. Be quiet. There we go. <laughs> there you we are, are so sweet and shy with like, well, you know, you, 
you don't you let people ha- like I need you. I love that you fought for this gig because mm. you're so sweet and you'll just be like, oh well, that's alright if you don't want to go with to me. Do it, by yes, the way. well there we go. See, being paid for. <laughs> <laughs> See I just want to meet Bret Hart. He's the best. I'm so proud mm. of you. So you got this gig. You get to go backstage and meet your idols. That's right. But you know what does happen to backstage interviewers what? during the show? You get thrown through stuff. Like they'll just grab a table and they'll just chuck you through it. You might get a chair shot to the face, and you're not even getting paid for <laughs> it. No, I'd love a roundhouse kick to the face. Thank you very much, Brett. That was the Dan and Christie podcast. Dan and Christie. The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's.